How to Go First in Your Marriage, Episode 86. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Well, welcome, Awaken You listeners. It is Saturday evening here. I'm recording this on a Saturday evening as I get ready to leave town tomorrow for a week-long relationship training where I am actually teaching on the concept of love maps, which I talked about last week. So welcome back to another week of bringing more of what you want into your intimate relationship. To begin, to kick this episode off, it is the beginning of the month. And what that means is we are going to set a relationship goal for this month. What is it you want to work on this month? Maybe you want to work through what I share in today's episode or something from a different episode, something that resonated with you. You could go download my Abundant Love mini course or go watch one of the nine marriage masterclasses that I have taught this year. Any of those could be what you take action on this month in your marriage. Just pick something. Don't make it a big deal and start doing the work. And then schedule your free mini coaching session and let's talk about anything you're struggling with when it comes to getting started or taking action, or you just want to talk about something that is going on for you in your marriage and you need some help figuring out how to resolve this issue. Now, the Abundant Love mini course, how that will help you is that if you're struggling with negative thoughts about your marriage, what this course will do is it will help you become aware of these thoughts, bring them up front and center. You'll see how they're serving you, while it will also help you start changing the way you think about your marriage so that you can get the results that you want. That course will help you start believing in a way that feels believable, right? Start thinking in a way that feels believable. And with it being a new month, that also means that we have a new marriage master class coming up next week. And this month's class, I am going to help you start bringing some love back into that loveless marriage. Go to the show notes, get yourself registered. And in these classes, I share lots of wisdom along with actionable steps that you can start implementing immediately so that you can begin this journey to feeling better about your love relationship. And you know what? I wasn't going to talk about this, but I 
want to share that last week I shared on the website, it's not in the podcast, it is actually on somebody else's podcast, actually on the podcast of Susan Scollin, who I interviewed a couple weeks ago. So you can actually go to the episode two back, click on her website, which is the My Soul Life podcast, and you will hear about my journey, what I struggled with when it came to relationships, and the work that I have done to resolve those problems. Now this week, I have been contemplating grace. And grace, of course, is the concept of sharing loving kindness with our spouses when we don't think they deserve it. That's how I'm looking at grace this week and and really contemplating it. Now, to be 100% honest, honest, it is so easy to love our partner when they do the things we want them to do, right? When they lift us up, when they share hugs without prompting, when they tell us how much they love us, when we aren't expecting it, when they bring home something heartfelt, something they really thought about, and especially when they ask us if they can give us a foot massage after a long day. (laughs) right? But what about when they aren't doing these things and they haven't done these things for so long that you can't even remember when the last time was? Then how do we share grace? For so many couples, loving kindness actions slowly dissipate after the honeymoon ended. Initially, most of those couples they, they don't argue about this loss of loving kindness. They don't even really notice it. It seems to be maybe even a little bit of an unconscious relief because let's face it, in those beginning stages of the relationship when we're pouring everything into our partners, it can be energy zap. And so with all of the things going on in in our lives, it could feel like a relief to let go of that. Like we've, we've married, we love each other, we can just get on with life. But eventually that lack of love, it starts to build a separation between the two, right? Like I talked about in last week's episode, falling back in love with your spouse This can be an awkward time in people's marriage, and it's the core of the problem for the majority of my clients. Today, I want to talk about the possibility. I want you to just open up your minds to this, everyone, right? So just consider this as a possibility of extending some grace to your partner, And being the one who goes first with what it is that you want in your marriage. Let's start off with talking about what earned love is versus grace-based love. And then we will talk about what that looks like, what grace is, what it isn't. And then I'll talk about why extending grace can be so difficult. 
and I'll even share some action steps to help you start moving forward. Let's start off with the difference between what I mean by earned love and grace-based love. I like to think of earned love being similar to a sporting event where you have two opposing teams keeping score while wanting your spouse to actually keep up with your score in order to be equal, right? We want them to catch up. Earned love has you looking and judging what your spouse has done lately to earn your love. And if you think they've been insufficient, well then, of course, you're not going to share your love with them until they ante up, they even the score. So consider this, just like we talked about last week, when you're not communicating in your marriage and you're not talking about what it is that you want and what you need in a constructive way, each of you is telling stories in your head, not out loud, about what the other is doing. So because you aren't sharing loving kindness, your spouse is feeling unappreciated and doing the same thing you are. Someone has to go first. And that is what I help my clients do. I empower them to go first and reap the rewards of being courageous and going after what they want in their intimate relationship. Grace-based love is loving them even when you think they don't deserve to be loved. Grace has you on the same team as your spouse instead of being the enemy and loving them not for what they do, but for who they are at their core. When you are on the same team, each of you complements and enriches each other, and in turn, of course, the relationship. So what does going first in your marriage look like? Let's talk about that, and then I also want to talk about what it isn't. Grace-based love doesn't have you focusing on what is wrong with your spouse. And my Abundant Love mini course will help you redirect that focus. Instead, it has you looking at the good in your partner. It has you showing up more understanding, more willing to talk when their actions are a little less than perfect. And let's be honest, right? We ourselves have many actions that are less than perfect. Grace has you leaving the past where it belongs and starting each day brand new, resolving conflict right when it happens instead of letting it fester or even, you know, putting a pause on a conflict discussion that inflames into an argument that will go nowhere, putting a stop to it, taking some time apart to take a look at what is going on and then coming back to resolve, right? So grace will have you extending empathy and compassion when you feel like they are speaking harshly or turning away from you. But what I also want you to know is that I am not at all saying that you will allow your spouse to treat you poorly or that if they've caused pain for you, 
that you won't address these things. What I'm saying is that when you go first, you open up to bringing love back into the relationship and confronting those things that don't align with your values and what you want out of an intimate relationship. And when you go first and you open up to bringing love back into the relationship and allow yourself to confront these things from a place of love and compassion, a whole different result ends up unfolding. And this is the work I do with my clients. I help them navigate showing up the way they want to show up while also standing up for what it is they want with loving compassion and honesty. So why is giving grace so difficult? And how can we start the process of being able to do so? Giving grace can feel like you're sacrificing yourself and your needs, right? While your spouse is doing nothing. And this is where all of the work we do in Awaken You starts by building a solid relationship with yourself so that you don't need your spouse to show up in a certain way to make you feel validated. We work through what is holding you back, where your safety mechanisms and old coping mechanisms are blocking you from expressing yourself the way you want. We take a look at how your actions are actually moving you further and further from where you want to go. And we do the work of taking steps that feel safe, build confidence, and allow you to take even bigger steps. Because there are often many, many obstacles and barriers between where you currently are in your marriage and what you dream of having It is so critical that we build that solid, firm foundation within yourself of self-love and self-trust. It is often work that needs to be navigated with a guide, that guide who can help you see your blind spots, help encourage you, help you have strength, and help you see where to go next, what your next steps are. And that's what a therapist can do. That's what a coach can do. That's what both can do together with you. And then an example that I want to share, which you can completely apply to any circumstance that you want to create in your marriage. Let's look at sharing a hug when you or they come home. So what I want you to do is Do the work of visualizing how it is you want to feel before you get home or they get home, when you get home, when you approach them and ask for a hug, share that you would really love a hug at that moment, visualizing what's going on during the hug and after this hug you are going to do the work of embodying that feeling and practicing thoughts that make you feel empowered to follow through, even when it feels super uncomfortable. 
And then when it comes to following through and inviting them into a hug, you will notice, notice, notice. You will pay attention to what happens in your body, what happens in your brain, how you react to their actions. And then afterwards, you will take some time to write about it, to create awareness of what actually happens for you. You'll evaluate. You'll look at what didn't work so well. Maybe you didn't even follow through. Why? And then you're going to rinse and repeat in preparation for the next hug. All right. That's what I have for you this week, everyone. I love you so much. Have an amazing week and keep this month's goal top of mind. For extra accountability, send me an email, direct message me on the socials and let me know what it is you're going to do this month. Let me cheer you on and happy hugging my loves. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life. We study it and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you.